watching prohibition fall down. Alright, let's get into the grow talk. I'm ready to, I'm, I'm, I'm the plant partier today, Scotty, not the plant daddy, the plant partier. Yeah, right, I'm ready feeling to rock. Gucci. I'm feeling Gucci, homeboy. Hello, <laughs> Ric Flair action. Uh, this is what happens when I don't do anything with my hair these days. I kind of, I, I kind of like it a little bit, you know. You I mean, gotta, I'll help you, bro. I, I can, I can guide you with this. All right, man. Get a good gel. Dude, it bends right out in the back a little, and it'll stay a little like that. You like look like what? an '80s punk rock chick, man. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, yeah, I like it. Who's on your shirt there? That's a pro wrestler. Oh, that's Ric Flair, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Come on, early '80s. I was a kid. Wrestling was fun, and this motherfucker had the attitude. I mean, wrestling is still about having like a funny attitude, being likable, right? There's yeah, and there, there's some peeps on. Um, I think it's more popular up here. Maybe I saw it on at the uh, I call it the beer store the other day in the background. And then before when I've been at um, this bar, like at least it's like that sports on every TV. Sure. But always a few pro wrestling things. And I was like looking at it like, I don't know, man. And then I, it, it's, it's entertaining. Get high and watch a little, guys. Bro, scan the channels and get to WWE like the midway through. You could do 100 more channels and you'd be like, by far, that's the best thing on is wrestling. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when the, uh, the, I don't know if it's down there, they got the chicks that wrestle up here too. Pro wrestling chicks. Hey, I tell you what they got here is New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is like, <laughs> okay, they send a couple of Americans over there, usually gold haired. Uh, you know, blonde guys, and uh, yeah, they just. Uh, I think it's yeah, it's Japanese wrestling, and it's awesome. You got like Tommy Omega, all these classic names, man. They're really funny. Making me think of my next career. Maybe I should quit this dude grow show shit. Anyway, today's grow talk, guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll give you the show rundown. We got drooping leaves on day ten of flower by Kawhi Wahine Wahine Kawhi Wahine. Yeah. Oh, Dude, that goes, you, you better make friends. You better do a good job with this question. They're in Hawaii. Yes, we do. We've been talking behind the scenes. We might do an on, on location work week in Hawaii and have a show coming at you every day at the same time. Uh, how to gradually raise PPM by Mike P420 and the $400 quarantine greenhouse by Easy to Garden. This is a badass uh, grow Very hack. Cool. What's going on in our grows? I think we got another grow question on some outdoor growing. All these are off of dudegrows.com. Please visit the site. Use the search bar. Check it out. If nothing else, just go see what we're up to over there. Learn about some growth. Yeah, and if you didn't catch our live stream yesterday, we had soup on going over his no-till. Man, that's more than an article. What is that? That's almost a white paper, yo. Uh, <laughs> I guess we could go with that. That's under <laughs> uh, right on the homepage of dudegrows.com. On the top of navigation, a there's guide. DGC guides. Guide. That's what it is. All right, check it out. Before we do, before we do, I like this fucking joint, man, because I'm on edge, man. I don't think I've smoked all day, damn it. You're seeing pre-stone Scotty. Let's go. All right, you smoke for a minute so you can get your uh, your hot button topics here for support, and I'll break it down. Then I'll smoke. Dudegrows.com forward slash support, guys. It's a great way to support the show. It's the only way. Produce the show. Keep this rolling five days a week. I think, I don't know. Are we on our sixth year? I think so. Five and a half, six. Um, and man, it's working DGC. This community has been stepping up. We always are trying to give back through the people that sponsor this show, whether we're hooking up the HLG 300 R spec this month, June 20th patrons, just comment on the post on Patreon and you will be included. I'll go through the comments to pick free seeds for new members from seeds here. Now shout out seeds here. Now, James Bean, if you have not caught James Bean recently on the show with Scotty, it's a great hour long show, man. You're looking to get into the game of breeding or just they talk you guys talked a little about a grow you talked a little about everything so shout out to seeds here now for hooking up the dgc with seeds 30 percent off recharge um all kinds of things katsu katsu the breeder actually he is in the dank nug today uh we're getting 20 percent off to the the dgc on patron that want to hook up on his seeds and man i could keep going scotty but, but what do you got the feel good of teaching people to grow is the main the main thing about this show for me. Oh, absolutely. I, oh, I'm stuck on this lately, but building the community, it enriches me, sir. I'm back on that word, man, all right? Without enrichment, <laughs> there is no experience, sir. Anyway, but uh, just been enjoying hanging out and learning from everybody and watching it grow. Jesus, what, a couple of years ago, you said we we're going to build this Patreon thing or whatever it started with before, members thing. And man, you've done a beautiful job of cultivating that. It's like a that's like a tree, man. That ain't like no no ninety day plant. <laughs> but been trying. Job. It's been so 
So great to sit back in this show today has built off of people off the DGC putting up grower questions. Um, I'm also always trying to not trying. I'm always in the Patreon going through there. DGC needs help, has questions, problems, issues, lets us know about concerns. So it's been great. Yeah, man. But thank you so much for the support. If you want to hop on, become a part of the uh, become a part of this, actually, a lot of ways. If you're on YouTube, comment, like, subscribe. I'll go over to dudegrows.com, ask them grow questions, read the grow questions and make our life easier. Comment on them. Give us the answers, yo. And uh Patreon. Patreon keeps everybody's uh, uh, keeps everybody paid, I guess, man. I don't know. The world. We do have a team. I don't want people to think we're building up this Patreon, guys. And, you know, it's building a show just now. Actually, coming at you, Scotty and Guru, you guys got the new what do you call that piece of equipment you got? The ATEM Mini Pro. Yes, this is going gonna, to this is going to allow us to do like multi-camera shots. Just make all the zoom and live stuff like 10 times better. And yeah, reinvesting in equipment, cameras, there's a team of seven keeping this going five days a week on a lot of different levels. So that's what you're supporting, all right? It's not just me going out to get my fancy, what do I get with this haircut? I rock, <laughs> get my mid-80s I rock, yeah. It's I'm the I rock these 28 man. bitches. You're in the passenger seat, brother. Come on, man, let's talk some weed. Who's growing some dank? This is, I'm going to go with Xandu. Is that where the X turns into a Z? Xanadu was like the best movie of 1982, man. All right. All right. By Cass, who seeds. Uh, This is in from Noob Grows. What's going on? What's going on, Noob Grows? Always making me smile. One of the the crew that I absolutely, uh, absolutely appreciate. Since Katsu Bluebird is the featured breeder of the month, I wanted to share Xanadu. Is that where am I right? I believe it's Xanadu. 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 Yes, there's another A there. Of his of, of his that I grew. I planted one seed after it sprouted and was established. I potted it up to a two-gallon fabric bag, a fabric bag filled with recipe 420 original soil, and ran a short veg period. When she was in flower in the flower tent under the spider farmer LED and rapid LED pucks, I would mostly top dress with some green grow bloom and vermicompost. Vermicompost. That's a brand, or that's worm, right? That's, that's, worm. that's worm. I don't. Isn't there a brand of Vermi, I don't know. Yeah, just vermi means worm, right? Vermin, vermi, vermi worm. Mm-hmm. Plenty of recharge and mammoth pea were used along the way. I used some ruby fulvic between recharge waterings and the occasional biobiz for quick corrections and diversity. I like it. I think I stopped feeding around day 70 and harvested on day 87. I have a difficult time describing the scent, but it's funky and dank. <laughs> the smoke is in my top two. Definitely go weed with none of the anxiety or paranoia. Paranoia makes me happy and social. I should have filled more jars. Katsu's Bluebird Creations will get you high, very high. Make sure to join his mailing list for all sorts of deals, tips, and guides in the beans that you won't find anywhere else. And if you do want to learn more about Katsu, uh, that he was in that interview. Or he wasn't personally, but you and James Bean talked about him as a breeder, how he likes to do his weed. If it doesn't get him high, he ain't growing it. He That's likes right. to get really high. <laughs> That's right, man. That's right. Dude, New Grows is absolutely crushing it. I've already given him a grinder. I tell you what, man, since you used a recharge, free pounder or recharge for you, brother. Thank you for growing the dank. Thank you for growing it with recharge. And thanks for all you do for the DGC, especially those memes, man. Whoa, free powder. Yeah, I'm already working on my Guy Fieri look. <laughs> I'm going to put you up on that noob grows. Go over to realgrowers.com and hit the contact. I think that will work. Will that work, Scotty? That'll work, man. Hey, dude, remember, I think it was just yesterday we were talking about uh, some weed won't smoke in a joint. And I rolled weed that won't smoke in a joint today. And as soon as you're not hitting this, it just goes out. It's so goddamn resinous, man. What do you got to, oh, is you're blaming just the resin? Otherwise, I, like if you have fire on it, it's a good hit? It's completely fucking, uh, as it's in the exact same conditions as 12 other varieties of weed I have that smoke beautifully in a joint. All right. Mystery well, of the uh, unexplained, maybe to okay? Grab a bowl or something. Is it, is it out right now? It looks it's like out, it's probably. Yeah. It's, I'm just thinking of this TV show my wife watched called Mystery of the Unexplained. And it's just like these people have been like, I don't know what it is. It's, sort of like, it's like it's lightning, but can't explain it, bro. All right. End of the grow talk here. This is Drooping Leaves on Day 10 of Flower by Kawhi Wahine. Correct me if I'm wrong. Hey, guys, out here growing on Kawhi. 
I think I've been there three times. What a great island. Great place that you can kill yourself quickly if you screw around in the landscape and don't know what you're doing. Is that the for truth, sure. man? I was looking at some houses that are built on the sides of cliffs today. And I'm like, dude, like you could walk off a 200-foot cliff, man. It's insane, <laughs> some of this shit. Didn't you almost get stuck on the side of a cliff? I did, not almost. We were very close to calling the rescue button on the cell phone, like where you make it probably to the Kauai paper. Jackass tourists stuck cliffside next to a five-star golf course. Again. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> we got out of it, Dad. Yeah, Kauai, you got to respect all, all sides. Anyway, let's get into growing here. Um, I was out here growing a Kauai, having an issue with some drooping, clawing top leaves and was wondering if you guys could help out. Here's the deets. Uh, as said above, it's day 10 of flower, and they're 59 days old. I have 20 um, ladies, 10 blue dream, 10 white widow, and a current culture, deep water culture setup. Check out this picture. It's actually... Uh, this is like a grow shack style. This is that's not a greenhouse. He's keeping the weather off of him, but I dig. It's very um, interesting though that uh, I very rarely have seen deep water culture high hy- deep water culture hydroponics outdoors outside or in a greenhouse. This is a first <laughs> for me, man. So he goes. Um, it's a DWC setup. It's only my third or fourth run in the system. And I thought I had it mostly figured out, especially with how big and fast these ladies grew. We, we both agree when DWC is working right, it is chugging along. The plants cooking. are calling ass. And he seems to be doing it right, man. He's obviously got some kind of chiller going. Yep. Says, but since I flipped them to flower, I've noticed the dropping clawing leaves you see in the pictures. It has been really hot and humid here. So I've been I've had the fans on them, but that doesn't seem to be it. pH is 5.8 in all caps, always. Uh, PPM right now is around 700, uh, and my water temp is 70 to 71. Perfect. Borderline. Nah, that's that's pretty. I mean, 68, 69 is perfect. You get it up in the mid 70s, you're growing slime, <coughs> slime on there. True. You should be able to get away with 70, 71. But um, so is pH. Help me out with this, guys. pH being 58 always. Hang on, I gotta keep my joint wet. <laughs> yes. Well, does that uh? Do you guys like to do a little bit of pH drift? No, the the best thing for a plant, um, if you think about it, they're unable to move. They're just in their like natural environments. Right. Um, they're able to adapt to different situations, so it doesn't have to be perfect for them all the time. It has to be in um, range. The main thing is it it has to be in range and just be consistent. So having hitting that consistent pH is is going to be better for it overall. And when you have something like this, where pretty much all the parameters are in line. Um, and seem to be there shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, uh, I would start looking at root issues or at pest issues, specifically yeah. mites, and more specifically, probably russet mites that are a little bit harder to see too. When I've seen this tacoing before, it's a lot of times it's russet mites, man. Um, actually, if you take a look, Guru, can you show this picture? This is what I see. You know, here's heat stress, which will make something taco. And you can see that's a little bit different. I call those like serrated edges or whatever. But check out the russet mite tackling right there. Possible. Possible. Um, I mean, I'm, yeah, we're, this is just everybody's trying to help. In reading the comments, he does say that he has seen mites on the plant. Um, he doesn't say russet mites, but he has, has had some mites on his plants. Oh, I did. I found this last image right here. So this is what spider mite damage just looks like. Just, just so you can compare it for, for uh, from... Damn, russet mite damage. Check this out, though. You see, they call it what, stippling. I think that's how you say it. Little holes. You can see where they actually stuck their, I don't know what it is. Mouth this, tube. Yeah, they sucked the juice out of it. You can see it left a little hole in there. Yes. Um, very interesting. Cool, man. Sorry, dude. Sorry. I was, I, was, I was troubleshooting ahead. I do see. I don't think overall, when I look at the bigger picture of his plants, look, I, I agree with you. There could be that there. That his plants look horrible. Um, DWC, I want to talk about the system. If you are going to do this, uh, you can see in the current culture system, they have big ass plumbing. Like if you do do DWC, I do like current culture system. It does hurt me, Scotty, to see these plants in a current culture system outside in Hawaii. Like I so want them in some media. I so like just eliminate all those parameters. If this is how you want to grow, uh, sure. Fist pump, you know, you're there all the time. If you're keeping your pH dialed, you must have some sort of controller or you're there a lot because the DWC system can swing hard sometimes. I've, I've had it where I, if I wanted to keep the pH right at one point, I would have to go down and adjust that system multiple times. And when you adjust it, if you don't have the proper current, such this is called a current culture, 
you can all like, oh shit, man, it's down to four one. I didn't want it to go that low. And then you put some more pH up. Oh man, it went up to six eight. Shit. Like you gotta adjust it a little bit at a time. pH dosers. That- I used to get them at the aquarium store. Uh, for like 200 bucks because it wasn't the whole markup of the hydroponics store. Hydroponics equipment has gotten a lot cheaper, but a pH pH doser, it's like a meter. And then it just has these little, almost like uh, uh, outlets and it'll power an outlet for up and it'll power an outlet for down. And you can just put a, uh, some pumps, just some regular pumps and just have it feed into your reservoir. I would do it with a drip line and just have it pee in a little bit of pH up water, you know, maybe water that was nine, then you could put some that was six or five and you could just adjust the pH that way. Is this making any sense? Yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, if you can get one of those with the large, but usually you have a little bit of a larger system or multiple sites, but I'm all for it, but hopefully. And you want to have them on a delay too. So when it drops pH up or down in there, it allows it to mix before it tries to redose. Yeah. That's why I would use diluted. (laughs) So I would take something like pH nine water for the pH up and I wouldn't just take pH up and put the pump right in there. And so just slowly add maybe a half gallon, a gallon of pH nine water uh, through just a dripper, just through a, you know, dripper pressurized a little bit. So it's just a couple quarts a minute and that worked really well for me thanks for helping out coach steve in the comments and Kawhi wahine uh man yeah let me know that? what would you do to What's change that i know you probably have thousands of dollars invested in a current culture system for me i would by the way when when the roots are bare like that they are open for pathogens that's why i like to cover the roots in soil and then build that rhizosphere where the roots meet the soil where all the microbes hang out and they protect them roots man i just like it I 100% agree. Let's uh, go out to Kauai and help them. Well, you know, maybe next harvest. I'm serious. You, you Hawaiians, you Hawaiian DGC. Me and Scotty and Guru got to come out there and tour the tour the DGC Hawaii grows. Show every day. I promise. You know, it's not just vacation. We'll be working hard. <laughs> this is a little see through, dude. Little see through. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I just had it, too man. many, too many it. good times in Hawaii. It's you a lovely know place. Dude can make things happen, man. Make it happen, brother. Come on. All right, we got a good comment here off of uh, YouTube. Thanks, guys, over on YouTube, keeping a great uh, community going. And most of all, I've been liking the comments, Scott. You, you reminded me, you're like, make sure you're reading those comments on the YouTube videos. It's uh, It's been great, guys. This is from CleverGreen13. Uh, good point here, I believe. I can't, maybe you guys can reinforce this. When talking about breeding of cannabis, there's a question on the Live Grow Talk show uh, about adding pollen, the right time for mature seeds on the last Live Grow Talk. And says, so when talking about the breeding of cannabis, you forgot to mention one important factor, and that's to stop feeding it bloom newts. Mm. You got you no longer you're growing bud. Now you're growing seeds. So you start feeding it grow slash fed newts instead. Something with a high nitrogen inputs. Do you guys think about that? It makes sense. No. Absolutely, it does. Absolutely. So I guess you need more nitrogen because you're just trying to encourage vegetative growth, no? Uh, I'm not. Go ahead, Guru. I was going to say no, but yeah, you're not really Green growth. You're you're not growing flowers anymore. You're trying to grow right. the seed crop. So Man. I wouldn't eliminate your phosphorus, of course, but you're not going to a bloom regimen, if you will. Right. You're not going to have a, a upper, you know, a nice all-purpose. The Gaia Green up here that is a four four four, which a lot of DGC growers like, guys. But I looked at the label and coming in another few grow talks, like the first three ingredients are all meals. Bone meal, blood meal, feather meal. I'm like, shit, man, I don't know if I want all this meal. Why is that? So, mm, byproducts of like. Uh, I see what you're saying. Because yeah. it can be, so, it doesn't have to get sourced from an organic farm, the like actual animal material, for them to be able to call it organic. Got it. Okay. So they can feed it all the, it could be blood off the grossest slaughterhouse floor that they give them tons of antibiotics every day. And then you can still call that an organic plant amendment. And can the plant suck up those antibiotics? Debatable. Well, yeah, that's what I would think, man. That's what I would think. I'll do some We'll research. talk about it. Jeremy from Build a Soil, I missed that. I tried to get a hold of him, and he we scheduled something and then just got busy. But he had a bunch of shit to say about that. So we'll schedule Jeremy from Build a Soil and get some more information. Um, but moving on, thanks for the comment, Clever Green 13 I love busy stoners. Yeah, it's a good combination, man. <laughs> yes. Where yes. are my keys? No, How that's a stereotype, man. We're breaking it, brother. I I like keys, Scotty. I still have keys from my 1996, and then when I take my wife's car, I got to have the bulky freaking or her company truck, if you will, uh, Bob thing. 
And then if you lose it, which we've already lost one, it's like 200 bucks or some shit to get an original one. Like, give me, stick with the keys, please. Yeah. I stopped using keys, belts, and shoes, man. You know what I mean? Just all things you can lose. Just need to implant it. They're going to offer that, right? Why don't you just put your sensor for your fob in your wrist? Dude, my 15-year-old kid and their friends yesterday were talking about nanobots. Yes, they're going to put nanobots in you. I was like, man, kids think, think about today. Yeah, medicine delivery is going to get fucking crazy in like 20 years. But then again, 30 years ago, me and Mike just Mike were, they were hanging out smoking a joint. And he was telling me about they're going to try to put a chip in you, man. So I was like, whoa, what's old is new again, right? All right, back to the grow talk. How to gradually raise PPM by Mike P420. All right. <clears throat> hey, guys, Stoner Mike from Anaheim Hills, California. Anaheim, Anaheim. Anaheim sounds, I've heard of Anaheim before. Anaheim. I'm going with Anaheim. Sounds delicious. I got some seeds from Greenpoint, the Motor Punch, and Purple Blue Dream. This is my first indoor grow and a true cannabis fanatic. Nice. nice. Congratulations and welcome, brother. I want to make sure everything is perfect. Don't make sure everything's perfect. That's too much stress. Mm-hmm. And need a little advice. I've been looking for a basic PPM chart off the internet, which there is no such thing, in my opinion, depending too many variables there. I don't know how many PPM to raise each time I feed them. I'm a week. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You said there's no chart. You want to jump in. There's no yep. chart, but it's very easy to read, man. We can teach you how to read it. You can teach somebody how to read a plant very easily. Yeah, and we'll get, let's get into that. He's week two in veg at 440 ppms right now. That sounds okay. Um, he's low, using the heavy 16 line uh, A and B in the prime. What would your schedule for nutrient ppm for the growth cycle be, and how would you avoid nutrient lockup? Um, it happened to my friend who's using the same stuff. So nutrient lockup is meaning not availability. Not you know that would either be a pH issue. Um, you got too much salt buildup, right? That's what Primarily you're thinking. Primarily a pH issue, I would think, for most growers, right? You know, we were just talking about it. There's a specific range uh, where plants are able to absorb nutrients. There's going to be pH issues or uh, nutrient antagonism. Okay, mm-hmm. and that, I mean, usually that doesn't happen. What he means is some things will cancel out other things or block other things. The was the molder chart? Is that what it was called? The molder chart, exactly. Yeah, very. If you want to go Google that, you'll kind of see what we're talking about. But uh, yeah, don't you think if you're using, that's why you start if you're a new grower, you find a, a nutrient program. You know, give a shout out to New Millennium. Uh, you just follow a recipe and hopefully there's somebody on the other end of the of the internets or social media or on the phone. If anybody uses that, we'll answer questions for you. Yeah, but I'm still going on, like if you're doing this every day, one, I don't, I'm not familiar off the top of my head with New Millennium's feed chart or, or um, the one here with, uh, what's he using, the company he's using, Heavy 16. Anyway, I don't feed every day, all right? I'm going to do a feed, a feed, maybe the third day, I'm like, or third watering, yeah. I should say. Um, however frequent yours, is, it's like, you know what? I'm just going to give these guys some nice fish. I got a liquid fish or something that's offline or plain water with recharged. You know, that's, you're talking about nutrient lockup. Do the once a week treat. That's what um, I do, de- man. Every well, third yeah. watering, if I'm doing like my clones or something, every third watering, I'll just do a plain water day. And of course, I don't put any, any plain water in there without recharge. And just to kind of get to this question, uh, you don't, it's not like you have to every watering raise it by like 20 ppm from right. the 440 you're at. Mm-hmm. You can go from that 440 to 800, no problem. Yep. As long as the plants are big enough to be using that much nutrient, would and be the reason you'd want to do that. Do you guys ever start at 440? I'll even go up to like, I've got some cup and cup clones that are getting. 600 ppm right now four, yeah. four to 600 would be my range for like a freshly yeah. uh transplanted clone yeah. or something in like really early veg four to 600 and then i mean i even in flower you can stop at 800 and i was just about to say i, I beat good. that 740 something when i was running three four years ago new mill and the and also keeping in mind i'm running the micros with recharge so i'm bringing my ppm down anyway um, but yeah, some strains can definitely push a lot more. I can go take you and my girl got yelled at it in the comments a couple of days ago. Do you even grow, bro? 1200 PPM all, all day long in my reservoir. My plants fucking are beasts, man. <laughs> um, so those nugs look good, man. Uh, congrats on, uh, so this is my first indoor grow. I don't know if those nugs are your first harvest or something you had, but they look like nice little nugs there triked out. So not yeah. sure where those came from or from your first grow being done, but hopefully that helps. 
your plants look pretty decent there. Just keep an eye on them and get to, to, to know what the plant wants as well. They look not too green right now, but that they're getting plenty of nutrition. Yeah, so let's teach them how to read it. So that's something that I would say, you've got about a lot of nutrition in there. I see that they're clawing down. That, that one plant is clawing down. That can be a right. sign of too much, too much nitrogen, I believe specifically, but you might want to back off there. You might want to start doing plain water days, but Jesus, if you're a 450 parts per million, how the fuck can you be overfeeding them? I don't know what his media is. Some people forget that. You guys are planting in some enriched media um, that already has nutrition in it. Wow. You got to take that into consideration. A lot of bags off the store shelf, whether you're using the Roots or Fox Farm, right. whatever popular shit out there. Um, has it. So unless this is just straight peat, I see perlite or straight right. cocoa peat perlite, there's nutrition in there too. So that could be part of the, the equation. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you for that. And you read the color green. So the darker the green, the more nitrogen is in there. When they get really light green, that usually means you're, you're nutrient deficient. So I just kind of read them. There's a little things like if you get way too much, um, the leaves will curl up and the tips will burn. So that's a sign that you're giving them too much, just a little burnt tip. And there are a lot of nutrient companies out there that on their feed charts, you, you do want to do like half of what they're doing on the feed chart because sure. they're just trying to get you to buy more fertilizer. That's why there's companies like New Millennium's, one of them, that their feed chart actually follow their feed yeah. chart. It's yeah. set up at the proper amounts for the different stages of growth and not telling you to use too much. All right. I do like the Mike P there, the, the, the fan stand. You got the uh, bricks for your fan stand. I like to go find heavy duty shit too to support my plants. One of my other tent grows, I use the cinder blocks uh, stacked all the way three high and double time. So each plant, that would be six cinder blocks, plus it keeps you tougher. But when you go in there and fumble around, I used to use five gallon buckets as plant stands, but it just it knocks over too easy yeah, for me. It's true. It's true. All right. Yeah. Moving on, moving on. We got grow hacks here. Speaking of grow hacks, I don't know if this is a hack. Um, my neighbor, he grows some garlic and some other stuff. He's not like a full horticulturist. He used to grow cannabis for sure. I think everybody in, can in British <laughs> Columbia at one point has grown cannabis for the pre-market. But um, he had a new app on his phone. He's like, check it out, dude. Put it on the flower, put it on this. Just tell him everything. I'm like, all right, let's check this. I don't, we put it on a Japanese maple because the Japanese maple leaf, at least a variety he had, looked really close to cannabis. I'm like, okay, it said Japanese maple. I'm like, all right, come over to my house. So we're walking around in the grow shack. What? And I've taken branches of, my, of uh, Japanese maples and cut them down and then held them with my friends pretending like they were weed plants before we were little. So Wait, but you're and telling me this thing, it sees any tree just, and tells you what it is? Yeah, you just take your phone, you put his phone on like one of the cannabis leaves and it said cannabis sativa. And like it was identifying a tree. Machine learning and artificial intelligence allowed to. It's like Google Lens. I know you've used that before. I'll get the name of the app and share it with you in the DDC. There's probably a few out there, but this one was working remarkably well. They so. even they have apps like that for plant problems too, where it'll diagnose the the tell what the plant is and then diagnose if there's a problem on it, if it can recognize it what it is. Doesn't know it just says must be the grower. <laughs> Grower yeah. issue. <laughs> Pretty much. This doesn't remind you of like a superhero or something like that, where he looks at his vision and he's like, dur, 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 deficient in nitrogen, 50 parts per million. <laughs> you know what I mean? He looks at that person evil. Um, dude, this is really getting scary, man, because I can already just press a button on my headphones. You know, I got the wireless neckband headphones. Have somebody talk to me in Mandarin Chinese and it'll just tell me what he's saying in English. Just and, crazy. and for plants, you got to realize too that this is the con the like consumer facing version of that. Right. Microsoft and its Azure AI has been doing uh, like this on a big scale with multiple drones covering huge acreages and flying over and deciding when and where to water and what to water and everything. It's actually really cool. Mm. Yeah, then mm. they are. <laughs> Just All right, we've got a grow hack here. This is the $400 Quarantine Greenhouse by Easy to Garden. I dig it. That's Easy, the number two garden. It says, what's up, DGC here in Michigan? We went in to stay at home order in mid-March, so as a non-essential employee, I find myself with extra time. Brother, you can only I check. think you're essential, okay? We're <laughs> all essential. And I actually mean that sincerely. You can only check on your grows so many times a day, so I needed a project. I've always wanted a greenhouse. I started watching videos on YouTube, and nothing was exactly what I was looking for, so I just started tinkering. 
I started with assembling two by 12s into square on the ground and then drove in rebar on either side of the boards to hold in place. All right, so and I, hey, this is kind of how you make a real greenhouse foundation, I guess, or whatever, but I love what he did. I've done one of these greenhouses using rebar. You know what that is? It's the metal bar you buy at the, uh, you can get it at Home Depot. It's just like metal rod. And you can have it cut or they can cut it for you. They use like a giant press yeah. or whatever. I used it on my uh, my grow tiki when I lived in Colorado. Yeah. I had the ba bottom of the bamboo, I'd buy the pre-cut two-foot pieces, yep. put X amount of it in the ground, and it works great. Dude, I didn't think of that until somebody showed it to me. You can take these and make greenhouse bows out of it and stuff like that. Really cool. Grow house. Check where your utilities are located, please. <laughs> Okay, yes. seriously, make yes. sure you're good because otherwise you're gonna have an issue. You might electrocute yourself, you might have a gas issue, check oh, where they're at. Yeah. You might um, be digging your, your uh, power lines up again. So dude, he, he's got PVC, rebar, some wood. Good he look. added a little stained glass window for style. It's cool. Um, he's got a little door there, all this for 400 and this is great. I love the height on it. I might have to steal and, and then also, I don't know what he's growing here. Um, he didn't mention he's got all these hay bales laid out with soaker hose on the top and some soil on top of them. It's potatoes. What I was going like? to say, I bet you ten dollars he's growing potatoes in those. Ten dollars. That is cool. Nice. That is awesome. Homie knows what he's doing, man. I'm going to have to do that. That looks super simple. Soaker hose right over the hay bales. Right. Good to go. The only thing uh, we'll talk about it when I get in my grow, the slugs here in, in, in BC. I can't handle the slugs. I used to be friends with them, and now I'm trying to kill them all. Diatomaceous um, earth. Kind of reminds me of the IHOP, doesn't it? Lime. Yeah. <laughs> this is cool, guys. I dig, man. This is a great way, like I say, if you are going to grow outdoors for even less, this is kind of enclosed, but keeping the weather off of your grow, keeping the hail, nothing is worse. Or just went, at one time in Colorado, it rained for a whole week towards the end of September, and I had mature buds, and I was like, this is never going to happen again. I'm building my grow shack. So it's a great way to ensure a pretty decent harvest and not have the weather totally F it up. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Go over to uh, growhaxes on dogrows.com. I think under the latest now, it's put back there. It was moved for a second. If you guys want to check this out or uh, some bunch of other good grow hacks going up, highly hey. encourage it. And, and what, your what, grow. I'm sorry. I just wanted to jump in and say, way to do something positive with the quarantine. Being stuck at home for a lot of people has been uh, less than convenient. For some people, it's completely sucked. So it's very cool that you're able to put a positive spin on things and go out there and do a project like that. Respect. Yes. And yeah. Good use of time, man. Good use of time. Yes. All right. Question three here from this is Outdoor by Stay Medicated. Ah, I see what I did. <laughs> uh, hey, dude, Scotty Grew, I had a question for you. Growing some plants in Massachusetts, starting with 10 plants outdoor. I'm legally allowed 12. I'm supposed to only have, I believe, eight ounces at a time. Right. Nonetheless, I share with my friends and family, so I usually end up with more. Um, so here's the question. What size pots would be minimum, assuming my genetics are on point and everything else goes well? I want to reach between 1.5 pounds and 2 pounds and stay discreet which obviously may be a challenge. Also, what can I do to prevent powdery mildew since we get humid days here? Okay. Biggest so I got pot, a few pot size for a big plant. I would say I'm going to jump in real quick and say 15 gallon. You won't run out of, you won't run out of, of, of water. I wouldn't say I'm using 10 gallons and having real good results, but I can water frequently. What are you thinking? I think a couple things. One, okay. He said to stay discreet, depending on where you're at, um, it, it keep, if you need to move your plants and you're keeping your plants, like you put them in maybe a 10 gal or seven gal, depending on how strong you are or what assistance you have, it's nice to be able to, Oh shit, man, they're, the, the, the neighbor is doing something in his backyard. I don't want these people and you can move them or put them in your garage or do something with them for a little bit. Right. Hand truck nice works really good for those kind of things. They make special ones for plants that I have down at the nursery, but you can just get a regular hand truck, hug it back and. You can get pretty uh, pretty big plants out like that. But other than that, I agree with you, Scotty. He says he has some out there now, what, in 15? There's one in a, a 15, a 20, and a 30. Outdoors, for me, like I did one season, a few, and some 20s. I'm like, never again. It was way too small. Really? Um, on, hot, well, on hot days, I was chasing them. I was growing big plants. In a hot day, like okay. you couldn't water it enough. Yeah, big uh, plants is a relative term, I guess. You know, But yeah, you're right. If you're growing, trying to grow a huge monster, man. Yeah, I agree. And then, so as far as, uh, so the we more roots, more battery, 
bigger plant, usually easier to maintain. So that's the idea there. But your 15, 20, 30, I think you're on point. As far as also staying discreet, keep in mind, um, I don't know about Massachusetts. I think it's kind of the same. It's kind of the same here. You're going to go to flowering mid-August, I'm thinking. Typically in Colorado outdoors, I'd start to see flowers mid-August. So my last time I'd top or top down my plants if I needed to would be very early August. But I topped my plants outdoor, I think, four times in veg. Like you, It's up to you to control these to keep them discreet. Just don't do it too close to when you're going to start to see a little pre-flowers coming. Um, but otherwise, you can grow trees or non-trees. So keep on point with training. Yeah, you just got me thinking, Daydream. When I go back to Florida for the nursery shows, a guru and I will go to the FNGLA show, Nursery Growers and Landscape, and we will see the biggest fucking trees in like 15, 20, maybe 30-gallon grow bags. I mean, I'm like, dude, you have like five years in a 30-gallon grow bag. It's, uh, it's where basically the stem of the, or the trunk of the tree <laughs> is, is as wide as the grow bag. There's about two inches of soil between the st- the trunk in the grow bag. It's pretty um, impressive. You wouldn't believe lie. it if, unless you saw it. Man. He also asked, um, you can help out a little bit, Guru, about PM. Um, we're going to recommend Marone Bio, M-A-R-R-O-N-E, MaroneBio.com. Uh, we've had Matt on the show. they got great, what do we call it, a bio... Uh, Bioincentives, bio biopesticides. Bio you can call them, they're all biocontrols. It's a bioinsect, a couple bioinsecticides, and then a biofungicide. And, but I want to say that you can actually call them. You know, most people have just a, a remarketing of something else that's already out there, and that's why they avoid the words fungicide or pesticide. These are real deal, you know, certified products, man. So and it's, it means something. It's meant to be used. The regalia. Um, not as, okay, I have PM, what do I spray now? You don't want to get it. So you're going to strengthen your plant, you're going to use the regalia, and you alternate with Reventerate. Um, and then well, how, how, what's the schedule with it, Guru? Once, once a week, spray with regalia, and then alternate with that spray, Venerate or Grandivo. So you're always using regalia once a week, and then you're using Grandivo and Venerate staggered every other week. And I will say and, the, the idea, the IPM... Man, you're supposed to use that before you get bugs. So if you get the just couple bugs, then they're you know then you're killing them before you can actually. They can get but such a big colony that you actually notice them. That's when you got a problem. And on Marone M O R R O N E MaroneBio.com, you can go to their cultivated garden section for cannabis. Um, you can go as deep as you want. There's a webinar where Matt's like breaking shit down. Like I said, it depends on how deep you want to go. Um, on learning about it and uh, should be working. Coupon code DUDE if you click over there to shop, right on maroonbio.com uh, to pick up the products. We've been excited. We've been after a company that has something cool to offer. Biocontrol is freaking cool. Actually, Guru's been after Maroon for I don't know how long, years. He's been I think I, think I was I preaching their praise when we met. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So let's get on it. Pro of the show, what do we got here? Hopefully it helps your outdoor oh, pros list. Since I just said pro of the show, dudegrows.com forward slash pro is going to hook you up right on the homepage. You can link to it as well. And this is where we have all of the sponsor coupon codes listed. Um, if you want to vote with your dollars, you're shopping for your grow, uh, go with the shopping for the grower in your life. Or like I've been, I actually just thought of this one, encourage somebody that maybe you got the money but the grower doesn't, that's your friend. Get them growing, and then you guys both share. Help sponsor their garden. That actually happened for me when I lived in Littleton. My neighbor's like, I'm like, I wanna build the ultimate grow rooms in my garage, dude, but I don't have the uh, 3,500 for construction right now. He's like, you know what? You're gonna share, right? You're gonna share? Totally hooked me up, so. God, that's the magic um, of weed right there, you know? It's like, I'd really <laughs> like this powerboat, but I don't have the $3,500. Maybe you could, yeah, no problem, man. I like it. I am going to feature today, uh, so if you're a grower and you want to create some solventless concentrates, the rosin bomb, yeah, rosinbomb.com. Let me get the uh, ashtray off it. Coupon code DUDE over there. Hook it up. You can just press your own, have fresh quality rosin, and just ready to go. Nothing's better than just having a machine and then right right into the, what What do you got? How do you guys smoke it? You don't dab it. I guess you dab yeah, it or no? Always yeah, dab it. Dab yeah. Man. How else do you oh, do shit. it? How amateur I am. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I, I got to get one myself. You know what, um, dude? You're not, you're not amateur. You're just a purist. You like to just smoke the flower for real. For real. You didn't get caught up in all the new stuff, man. You're a purist, brother. Respect. 
The flavor, well, this flavor is super good. I'm toking on this uh, healer right now. It is, we'll talk about it next show. But rosinbomb.com, super easy to use machine. It's been field tested for months in the bakery now. And you can use coupon code DUDE over there to hook you up. They have a bigger unit and a smaller unit at a great price point uh, and great quality. Absolutely. If the shit goes down, man, you need a rosin bomb, a generator, and a bucket of weed. That's all you need. Man. I thought it was. Is it when the sh- when the ship when the ship goes down? When the you, ship you better hits be, the fan, you better be ready. That probably makes sense. Yeah. Well, Cypress Hill, maybe. I don't know if it was shit or ship. I don't know. You know what? Just a couple of wrong letters in a lyric will screw you up, won't it, man? <laughs> Dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Vote with your dollars, and while you're voting with your dollars, Dudegrows.com forward slash merch. Got some shirts kicking over there. Trying to hook up on some other gear, maybe some coffee mugs or something. I don't know. But there are some cool shirts over there. Karma Dog will ship shit right out to you. Get it you taken care of pronto. Uh, Dudegrows.com forward slash merch to see what's up. And the Grow Hoodies and the Just Grow Hoodies that are still in stock. So Yeah, I got to talk to Paul. We had a little, we made some cool things. A couple, we had like a session maybe two weeks ago. We made some really cool merch. Hopefully it's up there. Where's my social distance warrior shirt? Uh, it's in the wash. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That's what happens when somebody sends the shirt to the wrong country. That's all right. I'm just going to start getting things sent to me so I can just, you know, say, oh, I got this. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, sounds good, man. Maybe HLG is sending a 550. Uh, (laughs) All right. We got to talk about our grows. What's going on in your grow here, Scotty? You got a couple of videos, actually. Yeah, this was kind of... I have a good time in my grow, man. I really am not out to show off. I'm out to learn a bunch. And honestly, I've been busy as fuck. I was having a good time testing the hempy beds in there. Uh, I grew these plants and I just never got to, you know, when you flip something, when you're flipping the flowering, you kind of got to trim them and you got to just get well, you get everything ready. Man. Let's show these two videos and we'll be us. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, this is, this is my mess right here. This is what I walked into. <laughs> What's up y'all, it's Scotty, and I'm in my indoor grow. Behind me is the veg that has just gotten way out of control. I really am kind of skeptical about what I'm going to be able to do with this, but I'm going to fuck around some bamboo stakes. I'm going to see what I can do. I mean, you can't flower something like this because it'll grow additionally, and take a look. Let's take a look at what a mess that is. Shit, that's already staked up, so I'm going to play around. Stay tuned, all y'all. All right. Uh, yeah. First off, I'm going to say looks like Scotty style grow. Why'd you grow so much stock on those babies? Jesus. Uh, dude, I just, they grew into the lights, man. They just grew into the lights. Didn't have time. I've been running real growers. I've been trying to to uh, do a good job with these shows. And I've been running around. I got a family and stuff like you, man. So I just <laughs> didn't have time to disappear in the grow two months ago. Uh, now I have time to disappear in the grow for a couple nights. And I look in there, it's a mess. And I'm like, honestly, I'd, if commercially, I would throw this out. Aren't you going to run out of room when you flip the flower? You're just even like you're going to train the hell out of them with how tall they are. Are you there? Can you put them on the floor? They're on a stand now. I think. No, they're they're in bed. So this was just an example. We I want to move the entire bed outside and we, set up an outdoor hempy. That wouldn't be a bad idea. I think technically it's illegal. We'll have to research that, find out what that word actually means. We're out of city limits. <laughs> anyway, okay. so I cleared everything out. There's three of the there's four beds in there. Three of the four beds I cleared out. I had hot peppers in a couple of them. I had some plants that just didn't respond. To, or actually, I had that one giant chocolate tie that was just ridiculous. So ripped all that stuff out. The ones that I could work with, I just said, fuck it, man. I'm gonna hang out, I'm gonna smoke. I think I smoked it probably, I'd say a dozen dabs that night, man. Four or five hours in there, six hours. Some of the things where you look and you're like, oh, it's 2.30 in the morning, wow. But I bent them all over. I used bamboo stakes to bend them all over. Some of them I weaved in the S's and whatnot. As a matter of fact, play this other video. You'll see what's up. What's up, y'all? It's Scotty. And it is the next day. I have trimmed and bent. And let's see what I got here. All right. So this is a bucket right here. This is the only bucket I really kept. The other ones just weren't worth it. Very spindly. But this had enough. These are those orange gasms that just had enough to where I was able to. You can see I got them pretty far away from the light there. And I did it with some real creative bending. Here you can kind of see right over there. This guy's going over. And it's just really going laterally right here. I tried to pull a lot of stuff laterally. So you can see this one. And what happens is they just kind of they just kind of start training themselves up. And so this little spindly thing will end up being a nice top. 
So will this. I just got to do a little more vegging, pep those girls up, and we'll end up getting the harvest out of this. <laughs> right on, all y'all. Take her easy. Yeah, so you can see what I did. I just did a lot of lateral bending. I took basically S-curves. And what happens, you know, they don't look amazing right then. But first of all, they look like I'm going to get a harvest out of them. I can't, I couldn't imagine breaking at the warehouse, Kyle, that we're going to throw these out again. Like I've done so much. When are you going to go to Bloom? Like yesterday? When am I going to go to Bloom? Yeah. Like, uh, you know what? I wanted to wait just a couple days until what happens is all that stuff that wasn't getting exposed, all those flowering sites uh, that weren't getting exposed to light are now getting exposed to light. They're going to beef the fuck up in three or four days. So, yeah, I'm just letting them get a little bit of light and a little bit stronger. But, yeah. With I the, would go now. I would go now. Yeah, like probably tonight or whatever. But I <laughs> needed to do something like that. So, whatever. I'm not. That's not the way you do it. By no means is that a professional setup. But honestly, I'm not doing cannabis professionally right now. I got a little tiny five by nine and I go in there with my spare time and uh, I'll get a bucket of cannabis from it. That's for sure. I don't want to. What, what does doing cannabis professionally mean? Am I like a Aurora cannabis with a million square feet of robot controlled shit? Doing what, anything what my, professionally means making money from it. Yeah. What my brother Tripp's basement used to look like, man, where it's a system where you're constantly <laughs> at work. You know, it's, it's a system of work. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm following now. I get the professionally. You have to be making money. Yeah, money. You get paid for. Isn't that the definition of a pro? Somebody yeah, pays it is. you to do it. It is. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, let's wait, move wait. on to my... Hang on. Dude, I got to know what's going on in your grow, man. I got some pictures here. Just took some pictures of the autos. Uh, the weather here in BC has been shitty lately as far as... Mid-60s, rainy, on and off, mid-60s, lower 60s. The plants are just like, and I mean, not even, my, my cannabis isn't doing horrible. The peppers are pissed. They like the heat, man. Right. Um, but hopefully that will change soon. Here's a few pictures. I got Groshack 1 here, and this is a picture of, what which one do I have here? The autos, these are two autos in radical bags. These went right into five-gallon radical bags in a mix of royal gold, cocoa, uh, split with peat, HP mix, as well as vermicompost, worm castings. What's up with the color, and, man? What? They look light. Um, just, they're just, they're not just horrible. Flash? They're a little, they're a little, they're a little young, but they're not like deficient. I'm about to go feed them a little bit. Um, it, my, my concern, and we'll go through these pictures here. I just want to. That's a six shooter and a C4 from Fast Buds. Uh, Grow Shack two pitcher here. We're looking at um, some more autos. These are going to be transplanted. These are like in maybe half-gallon square containers. Nice. And then the last picture are some auto, autos that I planted a few weeks after those. They're still pretty little seedlings. I got to get ready to transplant those. But my concern is, and then the two in the front and the last picture of the plants in the saucer, those are the runs that Guru told me to kill. And I figured, why not see what happens? I got nothing to lose. I got those space. Are autos Let's... in front? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I have a, <laughs> because I have a stressed out auto, you know, to start doing flowering about that size. It's got white hairs coming up the top of it. We'll see. We'll see. My concern is an auto has, and I don't know, we'll learn in public here if you guys know. So it has X amount of days technically, right? Pops, these seedlings, the way these seedlings look in the third picture, I'm going to go to say, okay, they got their true set of leaves. Now I got, what, 70 days to harvest, right? Yes. Um, but when these days are cool, and shitty and rainy, is it going to extend? Am I losing time, prime time? I mean, I have my uh, a 600 watt, the uh, old 602 from Spectrum King out there over them, but it's still not warm out there. They're getting good light. So am I just losing precious time? This is kind of thinking as a growing. Yeah. I, that's what sucks, kind of. If you're growing autos outdoor, it's not always sunny and great like your indoor grow tent. Right. So I'm curious to see what happens with this harvest. I've never done it. Hopefully, I don't, you know, get made fun of by the name. Actually, the neighbors saw my last indoor, so we're good there, even if I don't succeed out here. Nice. I feel pressure. Colorado, <laughs> Colorado grower coming up to see. I got to prove myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. But I was just going to say, those, uh, those ones in front went full auto, huh? What do you mean, full auto? Jesus. Look at them, man. Kind of messy. Yeah. They're messy. They have deformed leaves. The, it's the one on the right called C4 is trying to push a regular leaf. But I mean, like I said, let's just let it do its thing and no harm. It's just out there outside. I'll probably transplant them. Maybe it'll grow. Maybe it'll be a sick winter, dude. It'll do stuff you've never seen before, Scotty. Uh, you don't go full auto, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do have two photos. Sorry out there that uh, 
Oh, I got to get that. I don't even know what they are. They're in one gals looking pretty good, but I wanted to have backups on all sides, probably fire up the grow tent again. It's hard in the summer, summertime to fire up the grow tent inside because there's so much going on outside. So ah, you see what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, I don't want to. And then, and then also when you switch to fall here, right. And it gets dark at like whatever five and then rains and rains and rains again. That's when I want the indoor grow tent to be, get me, you know, enlightened and excited. Yep. Yep, definitely. That's what's going on in my grow. Uh, door prize is Grim Glue, guys. If you haven't checked it out yet, right on dogrows.com. If you need some seeds, hook it up. Uh, anybody can enter to win right on the homepage under the raffle copter. And we do have a couple quick. Should we hit? Yeah, we got these recharge questions, Scotty. Uh, this one's more of a comment, dude. And by the way, I've decided to never wear my glasses again after the Guy Fieri memes. So <laughs> you read it. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. This is in from Kyle. This is titled Mike Robes says, Hey, Scotty, this isn't a question more praise. I just wanted to say when everyone mocks you about microbes, isn't just a stoner theory, but more the 100% correct theory. Hey, I heard you mention out. you time out. People are mocking me about microbes, man. I thought they were all my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Now what Sometimes. I, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think they poke fun of me for, for pushing recharge heavy, which is my micro package. And yeah, when you own the company and you're trying to just give people independent advice and the best advice you can give them is to try your product. Sometimes you feel like a douche a little bit. No, no, we're good. We're good. But Kyle has a deep thought here. Says, yes, I heard you mention you watched Joe Rogan's podcast. Have you watched the Paul Stamets episode? And yes, yes, we both have. I think Stamets has been on there twice now. Um, he's a professor up here in the, Evergreen, in the Evergreen, and his field is actually mushrooms or fungi. He goes in-depth on the most beautiful, chaotic war zone of beauty, which is literally underneath our feet. Time out, Funny. man. Chaotic war zone of beauty. It's not a symbiosis. That's what it is. It's everybody fighting for resources and everybody advancing and everybody exchanging resources to stay alive and fight another day. Yeah. And this is his thought on it, which I like this analogy. Funny how we act the same way. Try to be beautiful, help each other, but still at war. It literally is like a, the movie Avatar where everything is connected like a spider web of life. Anyways, I just wanted to say keep saying the truth and don't ever get discouraged. Thank you and keep going, DGC. All right. I'm sorry. I just wanted to jump in a bunch because he's so right, man. We're all constantly, even to, we'll say not at war, but everybody is, you know, whether you're a carpenter or something like that, you're battling other carpenters and you're getting better. And what's happening is you're building, you're building the, the community or the world, basically. At, you know, doesn't make any sense, man. Kind of the, kind of the same way. It is. It is chaotic. And I haven't gotten into it on Wake and Bake. It's one of the reasons why it's just so we're all on the same mission, man. You want to, I mean, you, you need to eat. Man. You want to feel concrete. good. What's that, Scotty? I said we're on a mission to make concrete, man. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it seem like that as far as like a species or whatever? Um, to make what you say? Concrete, cement. We're taking the green earth and we're making it white with cement and buildings and we're clearing it. And that's why we got all these problems, man. We're supposed to have a balance of trees, a lot, not even a balance, mostly trees, all trees. Well, if you wanna have a beautiful chaotic war zone in your root zone, <laughs> all right, go to realgrowers.com, coupon code DUDE, shout it to Amazon, Real Growers Recharge. And if you're in Canada, you're a Canadian growing the dank, Recharge Canada, dot ca thank you a way friend. to hook it up vote with your dollars and you'll see it in your grow guys microbes i, I always try to grow i say what would nature do and i can't always replicate that i'm in a grow tent i'm just trying to like but that's you know a lot of my grow style and all of nature is rocking some microbes so yes i dig it case of mountain dew for kyle man absolutely <laughs> what is with the kyle memes whenever they're always drinking monster energy and stuff Better than the That's Karen true. memes, I guess, right? I think Kyle, it's it's like you don't have to be actually named Kyle right, to be right. a Kyle, just like you don't have to be named Karen sure. to be a Karen. Sure. Um, I think they're just like a little like where Karens are like uh, complaining women most of the time got about it, they're it. yelling about random crazy stuff. And Kyles and are Kyles are doing stupid shit and drinking Monster Energy drinks. Deal. Thank you. I get it now. I get it. Hey, and sure, Mike. Go ahead. Hit it. Your kid's a Kyle. Is that what you're saying? My kid's friend's addicted to those monster energy. He's like, dad, you know, my buddy, he drinks like three of those a day. I'm like, Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, I don't think those are all that good for you. Yeah, you no, can definitely turn. You can back. definitely turn yourself diabetic with one of those. Yeah, for real. Yeah. And hey, shaky. Hey, just back to business real quick. One of the questions that was on the Grow Talk. I don't know if we bumped it or not, but it was about recharge being a compost or using recharge as opposed to a compost. Here, I threw it on here. I threw it on here. Oh, you threw. Okay, perfect, man. Anyway, I'll that. hit it. I'll hit it, Scotty. Okay, sure. I'll set it up. It says, can recharge replace compost tea? This is by Matthew Hemingway. Hey there, DTC, longtime listener, first time poster. Thank you. Uh, I'm growing with Nature's Pride dry amendment line this summer. Can I just use recharge for my microbes instead of brewing compost or worm teas? I understand that diversity is a benefit, but will recharge do the trick? I was just going to do a really simple answer. I know that there's so many compost tea fans out there. Compost teas are absolutely amazing. I choose to use recharge instead of a compost tea, and I get great results. So it'll do the trick. Yeah, I would use recharge instead of compost tea. But I'm sure. If you have the time and you want utmost diversity and you're into making some teas, no harm. You're not going to, you know, overdo it and like... I mean, it's fine, but I agree with you. I mean, that was part of the inspiration for the product was to have something simple to use, soluble, and yeah. just whip and it up and, you know, get it done. Just because a microbe has the same name or the same name as something that's in mm. nature, as something that's uh, labeled in a bag, um, they're like technology products uh, where you could have one, both things labeled the exact same, but one has been bred and is able to persist in high salinity environments or horticultural systems, right, like how right. we will be growing plants. Um, so they're just better adapted to the environment that they're going to be in. Um, and that's not saying that diversity, in my opinion, is always a good thing. The more diversity you have, the better in pretty much everything. But Having those targeted, agriculturally proven microbes in there is definitely going to be more beneficial, in in my opinion, than just a compost tea on its so own. So what that means is when we say, yeah, sure, use some recharge with your three-part GH. Use some recharge with your synthetic nutrients. I used to be in the state of mind you can't, that those bacilluses, those species of bacilluses were bred to be able to handle that environment better. Sure. Like <laughs> and Guru was saying technology products. I think of it like wheat. I think of it like cannabis. <laughs> Yeah, everything is cannabis sativa. If you go and, and get it, you know, if you look at your little phone app, cannabis sativa is all it's going to say. But is, you know, Northern Lights from 30, 35, you know, 40 years ago, the same as Gorilla Glue number four. That was some freak that, you know, that was invented, you know, five or 10, you know, whatever it was years ago. Point is, they're a lot different. And it might have taken a lot of work if you started out with the Northern Lights. What these, these are legit scientists, man, quantitative uh, information. What they get 35 years later, especially with all the, the oh, what the heck was I going to say, equipment that they have access to now. It's pretty amazing. And that's what Maroon Bioinnovations does, by the way. And my, yeah. my main point with compost teas and recharge is if you uh, are already brewing compost teas and enjoy doing that and enjoy doing the work mm -hmm. that goes into doing that, add recharge right when you're done brewing your tea, right before you're going to go watering mm -hmm. it to Good get tip. To get those uh, those uh, those targeted microbes along with the diversity from the compost tea that you've brewed and get like a best of both worlds situation. Um, or you can just use recharge as like an instant compost tea where you don't want to take 24 to 48 hours to brew something up and mix all the stuff together and just have it ready to go. And there's different things to brew because I'm thinking of Potentonic Steve that he's all about brewing different things, but he definitely uses recharge. Same with soup. So I, I'm sure there's, I know they do labs and lactobacillus and all that stuff. So there's, there's all sorts of things that you can do in compost tea. But for the most part, short answer is, yeah, I do use this in place of any compost teas. I get great results. All right. All right. Well, if you guys had a good time in the show, if it helped you grow, dogrows.com forward slash support. It's where you can keep this programming coming at you. <laughs> love it. Good stuff, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, Sean showing off the new the new equipment there. Love it. All right, so let's do some shout outs. I'm going to give it up to Boreal, Boreal Grower and Reaper Franklin. Yeah, yo, Boreal, yo, Boreal. Uh, <laughs> see me grow and all day, every day since I was 17 and straight. How about two? Plant Doc UK. Uh, I got Reaper Dankness and Anonymous. Stay lit. Uh, no, is that Anonymous? I don't know. So, Anonymous stays lit. Lighten up rentals, Cody. <laughs> That's good, Cody. Respect your property, though, okay? Keep it real. Don't ruin it for the rest of us. 
and uh, Bunnings Stash Snag 420. All right. That is the best name ever, dude. <laughs> Stay higher, my friends. Until next time, peace out. We'll be coming at you. Awake and bake. Yeah, take her easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good bells on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new it's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed I like to smoke it out of me Smoking weed, I ain't done nothing wrong.